But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily, coming to you live from the flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan in New Jersey. It is Sturch. It is Gooch. It is Grassroots Day again. We had a call out. He's fired. I'm done with this already. Uh, no, Anthony's not with us today, but we are running the show. Um, it is a great Wednesday. It is hump day. We hope everybody's doing well out there. We hope we have some extra viewers uh, today joining us because, look, Big day over here at Chop Studios. We're excited as it crashes. We're excited as uh, as we go. <clears throat> and like this is why the uh, the old panic ski sets in right now. So bear with us. Um, as always, it is a optimum issue as we're we're going. I think up, we're all right. I know we're going up on our day. Optimum has never delivered their promise uh, to to make me stress free. It's just not not a thing anymore. But anyway, bro. And the thing is, we actually have Optimum people watching the show now. Right. We have They've, new there's listeners. There's been so many. <laughs> texts that have come in that we actually have optimum listeners that call us after the show and say like that was a smooth one you know it's like yeah tune in tomorrow bro and here we are tomorrow and but anyway this sure again enough. this this kind of show and this content that we put out every day will one uh, eventually be a polished produced not live show because we like doing a live show we love guys talking to you guys and interacting with you guys but sometimes uh optimum and the internet decides not to work but if yeah. something happens in which we come across a um i don't know a, a new partnership or a new deal of any sorts maybe we get the hell out of matawan <laughs> because it just doesn't seem to be uh you know that yeah. favorable for us i want to avoid the city though yeah well yeah no i'm not going to the city if eh, that noise um anyway we hope everybody's doing well out there also i want to make sure that you guys know that if you want to support the show you can do so by heading on over to patreon.com forward slash chop sports there's a three a five a ten dollar variation that's the way to do it um obviously there's multiple things we can give away with that uh but the main one i would say um is the the break butts and yesterday i got thrown for a whirlwind joe comes in here with a box of stuff right from santiago sports down the street right he comes in with what are they called panini Pinnacle uh, Super Duper Blasters. Donner's Optic Blasters. So whatever the case, case may be, baby. these cards are like there's one or a couple hovering around the world that are like worth like crazy. And I was blown away because I don't know a lot about the card game, but I'm starting to learn because obviously vicariously through so seeing you and, and Joe do your thing over here at Shop Studios. It's like one of those things. I'm like, well, you know, I can get into this, but then I, I also don't want to go broke. So we have a couple <laughs> things that we're doing right now. We have a jersey or a couple jerseys up for sale. There's a basketball, a baseball, and a football jersey. So I guess that's a few, one more than a couple. Right? Mm. So a few jerseys up for sale. And the deal that we're doing on this one is you buy a team, you get a team at random. So we're only making 15 sales per jersey. So we don't have to sell all 32. You buy your team, get them while, they're, while they last because they are starting yeah. to sell. I haven't even made the post yet. So you buy a team for 15, you get a random for free. And that goes across all three sports. Um, but for the Patreon members, today what we're doing is we're going to do a random giveaway, and it's going to be a Barry Sanders rookie card. Ooh. So Barry Sanders rookie card. I know that everybody that's collected cards at some point in their life has seen the Barry Sanders 89 score rookie. I gave you the Troy Aikman. Same year, same class. One of the most legendary draft classes of all time. So Patreon members, be sure to tune in tomorrow night at 8 o'clock because we're going to be going live Doing some jersey giveaways, and we got a good giveaway for the Patreon. Barry Sanders, as well. the second best running back of all oh, time, behind, right. of course, Emmett Smith, the GOAT, uh, who has leads the league in forever rushing yards. I don't know if that's ever going to be touched. There's a lot of yards, man. It's a lot of yards, and I mean, he's a compiler. Like, he's in a good offensive line. It's going to be a tough situation Get for anybody to all pass that. Emmett. The, the current nature of the NFL. Right, exactly. Passing league is what we'll say. You know, passing and, league. And there isn't guys that are really equipped to last 10 15 years as the number one back where they're going to play all three downs every team has that battery going right. on now outside right. of a few uh anyway i know mom's coming in there's a bunch of people in the chat right now good morning over to ashley good morning to michael fusco our guy we just met up with him yesterday for the first time and of course mom's coming in saying you used to have a major card collection yeah i know i still have it it's in my back it's in my trunk and i took it to santiago but how much can i get for all this and he's like eh. <laughs> i was like it just so you're so telling happens. me i don't have any donner's so blaster there buckets is, there is like a 20 year gap in the whole sports card memorabilia. It's a shame because if you don't have brady's 
or yeah, rookies. Like there's, a, there's like a 20 forget. year gap where like mid 80s on, there's not many good cards out right. there. Mid right. 80s through to like 2000 to LeBron, honestly. Like once LeBron came onto the scene, then there's the LeBron year with like basketball. Do, do blew Jordan? Up. Cards still have value. Yes. Yes. Right. Kobe. Does Kobe have yes. value? Like, okay. Of course. So, there's, there's so the, like norm, one the norm card out there, but the way they do it now is much smarter, and they they know how to generate demand a lot a lot better now than they did back then, and they oversaturated things when we were kids. So it's just like overproducing of these yeah. cards. Like, yeah. it's one of a thousand made now. They're like one of like five. I remember having a stack of Shaq rookies that was this high. Same <laughs> card. Same card. Same card. Wow. Fleer wow. rookie. They were like fifteen bucks each. They're nothing now. Nothing. Maybe 15 bucks each. Still. Anyway, we do have a rundown today. There's a couple things to get to. As I said, the schedule, the way it worked out, we tried <laughs> we tried to uh, do the Seattle Seahawks on Monday. That all didn't work out. Then yesterday, we were about to do the Cardinals. We were out of order. Um, no, we were about to do, yeah, the Cardinals. Yeah, we yeah, were out of order. We out of order. took third. But they made it's the just deep, a weird, yeah. The, the playoffs run. last year was so weird. But guess what, guys? Tomorrow, we are one week. One week from real football. This is incredible. I cannot believe it. Um, it's here. And we'll talk about more about that as we get into the teams. We'll get into that. First, Gooch, give me something good. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> what go. do we got? So the rundown is bleak, boys and girls. Uh -oh. Very bleak on the rundown today. But there is some interesting tidbits that I'll throw out there for everybody. So Major League Baseball, or I guess you could say in this case, Minor League Baseball, the number 13 prospect in all the land James Outman, who was sent down like last yeah, week, so he was sent down last week or maybe a couple weeks back. But he um, he hit for the cycle yesterday. That's kind of cool. But what makes it even more cool and more amazing is that he also hit for the cycle on Saturday. <laughs> so he's hit for the cycle two two times in four games. And I mean, does he get a call back up? The Dodgers are loaded. The, they that's sent the him problem. Down, they, they probably made. They don't have room for him. But uh, Dodgers gonna get win yesterday. Every day at bats, but kind of cool. I don't care if you're in the minors. I don't care if you're in fucking little league. If you hit for the cycle twice in a week, that's impressive to me. A little bit. Um, another little stat action going on. Framber Valdez yesterday threw another uh, quality start. So that makes 22 consecutive quality starts, which I believe is a major league record for lefty pitchers. I find it amazing that that is the record. I thought it would be much higher with all the pitchers out there, but maybe it's a dodge. Uh, 22 straight? Like 22 straight quality 22, starts. 22. Why do you think it's higher? I feel like that's very high. I'm just What's, saying. All right, define quality start to the common uh, man so and or me. A quality start is <laughs> is six innings pitched okay. and three earned runs or less. You don't need to win. You just need to go six innings with three earned runs or less. That's pretty that's not in today's world where there's a lot of bats going around. Like that's not the, the easy. thing about it, I'm not talking about today's world. <laughs> We're talking right? about I'm to, practice. I'm, to, I'm talking about ever. So like you're telling me this that there's true. not one Randy Johnson. You know, like I'll, I can start throwing some lefties. Nolan out Ryan, there. who missed out well, on—he was a righty, but oh, lefties. Yes. Ah, yes. So lefties. this is Andy lefties. Pettit. I feel like Degrom had fifty-eight straight. Yeah, I, I mean, like oh, Degrom had a quality start a every weird every time out scenario. for two seasons. So right. maybe there's just one scattered in there where he got touched a little bit. I mean, six innings, twenty-two straight starts is really impressive. So yeah, so that means like in fuck 22, you, Framber Valdez. 20, we still hate you. Twenty-two over here. straight starts of not basically not getting shellacked. Yeah, ever. And, so um, not getting touched. Up. There is one ever. more, one more baseball chunky news, chunky king, chunky of, king news here. But I'm going to skip that one because I feel like that'll bleed into the first topic that we'll talk about because it has a little bit of a conversation piece to it, and that's the Julio Rodriguez ah, contract. Okay. But first, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about NFL action, a little NFL news. John Gruden spoke out. Ooh, and, I did not hear this, but I heard. And he this. said, while the emails are shameful, I am a good person. And he, he is, and he God was like, the emails are shameful. <laughs> With his chucky face. Still a good person. And um, yeah, maybe he is a good person, but it doesn't work that way in this day and age. Unfortunately, John Gruden, he's looking for another opportunity, he said. <laughs> I don't think John Gruden's getting the other opportunity he's looking for. Sorry, Chucky, it's not going to work out for is you. Is this the comment of the year right now? I know it's just water in that gallon jug, Sturge, but it gives off mad alcoholic dad standing in front of the fridge vibes. Feels like you're about to say the N word and take a swing at a child? Wow. What? <laughs> No more gallon, Dave. Dave, look, Wait, bottles I, of water. What nice did I do? And and look, you look because like of a, that, internet woes. See? The internet knows. He's always watching. Internet knows, bro. Internet so we knows. have one more thing on the NFL. The Texans went ahead and cut Marlon Mack. So Marlon Mack is out in, in Houston, and you know what that means, right? That means that Damian Bang. Pierce is officially the RB1 with the Houston Texans. So it wasn't Rex, official already. You said it in yeah, June. Rex Burkhead is now the backup. Guys, he's shooting up draft boards. 
I still see him going in the sixth, but with this news, he might shoot up a little bit more. An RB1 in the sixth round, I know the Texans aren't a good team, but they played better than people thought they would last year. Would you say by any shot of a stretch of imagination if there was a world where all of a sudden players had stocks, his stock rose? Yeah, I think Damian <laughs> Pierce's stock rose. Yes. But I don't know if it's time to buy on him now. It was probably in around June when I was talking about it. But eh, okay. um, Interesting. That's all we got for the rundown. All right. Back to you, Dave. But all right. really, it's Julio Rodriguez. Dave. Yeah, so let's start talk. Let's talk about Julio Rodriguez for a second. Because obviously it was brushed over last week when he signed his mega deal. And when I say mega deal, some people, even Gooch, like you said, like this is not like the right deal for these young guys to be signing right now. It's hard for me to say it's not the right deal. Julio's well, he Julio got paid, we all know. At, on the surface. Depending on which headline you read, you see like, wow, he's vastly underpaid. Yeah. There is really big escalators in his contract, so he can earn up to four hundred million. That's where he four hundred million. Yeah, good lord, what are these? Or three three eighty or well, something what are like the escalators that. like? I don't performance know, like, based. Performance based. Okay. Yeah, and then there's also opt ins later on down the line. So I don't think he's tied in. I think that he has an out if he needs one, and and the same thing with the club at certain points in the contract, but. I got to tip my hat because you see a lot of teams trying to do this. Um, the Braves are the masters at doing it. And now you see um, it makes sense because you're not going to be able to sign the guy. Seattle can't sign him when he hits free agency because he's going to be too too expensive. You pay him at the front end of things. He's not arbitration eligible for like three or four more years, three Oof. more years. So he was going to be Who middling around this on CBA? some <laughs> He was going to be middling around on some shitty contracts for a little bit. And look, now he's... Life-changing money for a guy that probably came from very little. Mm -hmm. It's hard for me to say, dude, turn down two hundred million because nah. you're going to get there one day. That day is today for him. So hats off today. to Julio Rodriguez. I still think it's bad business for some of these guys to be taking these monster deals, but it's you know he's he's a lot of a lot of years away from getting free agency, and there is a risk in playing six or seven years. Anything could happen. Very true. So, and we saw it with Tatis right off the rip. So you sign Tatis to a long deal. Well, that's my point. But boom, exactly. all like, of a sudden, so up, there up is and the smoke. risk. That's why I get it. The 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 team doesn't want to pay a ton of money when you're given a 14 year deal. And Fernando Tatis is a glaring example as to like you got to be careful with some of these young guys because you don't know how they're gonna how they're gonna react to being a superstar. And when you give somebody money, it changes things a lot. So Tatis is a cautionary tale, but there's been a lot of guys that have worked out. Yeah, of in, course. In the same regard. Of course. What was Bryce Harper's first deal? Wasn't that a big one? It was a big one. It's but like it, a 10-year, right? But, but it was a couple years back. So well, he's like four or five he, years I in. think he signed his first big contract with the Phillies. Right. But yeah, I'm saying so, that was the that was like the, the first long term where we were like, wait, how many years? Like yeah, you know Bryce what I mean? Like Harper, that was like the first one. And, and like honestly, you're not gonna see many ten more ten year deals anymore for, for guys that are hitting free agency. You're just not. I just can't see it. Unless they hit free agency at twenty seven. Right. Twenty six. Right. All, right, All right. Well, speaking of big money, ladies and gentlemen, if you're worried about it, don't be, because we have a guy. We had a guy for that. And this guy by each like just by chance. Came into the studio yesterday. We took him for a tour. And his name is Michael Fusco of the Fusco Insurance Agency. He's one of the uh, sponsors of the Top Sports Daily. Uh, if you're worried that you're running out of money in retirement, how you'll pay for that long-term health care, worry a little bit less right now because he's going to help you out. He'll help you create a comprehensive retirement plan. He'll explore using life insurance and annuities to help you build a more secure future so you can worry a little bit less right now. Call 718-701-5787 to schedule your complimentary consultation at 718-701-5787. Guarantees and protections are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. Some insurance policies are not available at all states. Also... He's got a lot of other things, okay, including financing, okay? 300 or 350 FICO score and above, you can start financing things up to $300 or starting at $300. So if you're having trouble with payroll or anything like that, this guy's got it all and starting very soon. I don't want to give away too much, but he's got something down the pipeline that's going to make a lot of people's lives a lot easier when it comes to paying for car insurance and everything like that. So we'll get more into that when we get more into that. Also, big shout out to steveaspara.com, our boy Steve, right now working diligently around the clock because tomorrow chopsportsmedia.com relaunched okay we got a whole new look to a website because the services here at chop studios are going to be officially available from recording studio to right here in our uh, video studio to photography we'll get into all that as that launches as well and of course gooch it's time to take care of the grundle. But before you do that, I want to say that I used the foot spray yesterday just when I got home I was like nah it's been a long day let me just 
Smells delicious. <laughs> Dave's feet and delicious don't belong in the same <laughs> sentence entering my fucking eardrum. We'll just get that out of the way now. Right out of the way. <laughs> so now that we know Dave's feet smell delicious for delicious. any of those footies out there. Yeah, there's plenty of you out there, I'm not talking about soccer weirdos. fans. I'm not talking about soccer fans. No, no. So there's a market for If that. you head on over to manscaped.com and you use the promo code SHOPSPORTS, you can get 20% off a clean-shaven nutsack. <laughs> and really, I mean, Perfect. there's really no price you could place on a clean-shaven nutsack, but I feel like 20% off is a good start. So if you head on over to Manscaped, promo code SHOPSPORTS, you get 20% off, free shipping worldwide, world, and you exfoliate world, world, your world, booty world. crack, and you can even spray your feet if you're feeling kind of frisky like Dave over here. Scoop. But <laughs> use the promo code SHOPSPORTS, manscaped.com. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. Speaking on personal experience, the house buying and house selling process is a bitch. It's not fun. It's not fun at all. But you know who made it fun? You know who turned all this around, took all the stress out of the process? It's Curtis Counts of EXP Realty. Whether you're buying a house, selling a house, searching for a house, you'll get constant emails of things that pop up in your budget and what you're actually looking for. To start this process, you just have to call Curtis right now. You can reach him at 732-856-2293 or shoot him an email at kurtrcounts at hotmail.com. And yes, some, some of us folks are still using Hotmail. I do have another little tidbit here. So with all that savings you're going to save over Ooh, on Manscaped. look at this. We have a big survivor pool going down. Massive. It's a 10 years running. It's set up by a couple good friends of mine. And um, look, we're, we're entering it into the chop sports world. So last year, over $65,000 in prizes. They're looking to grow that by at least 10 grand this year. So $75,000 going out to a winner. There's, I do believe that they have first, second, and third. But look. I made it close to the money a couple years ago. You could see my gravestone in there, Husky Lotus, weeks <laughs> 1 through 13. Uh, I was so close, but then I died. I didn't survive. And then um, you were dead. And these goddamn Jets fans out here, week 1 to week 1, and their season was dead in the survivor pool before the Jets even started. That's incredible. So, look, survivor pool, $75,000 cash prizes. I mean, where could you go wrong? Got to get involved. You can't. You can't go wrong. You can't absolutely And if you want to be a, a cheapskate, you could go join Scoops. It's $20 survivor pool. <laughs> Listen, Scoop's not made of money, okay? He told me yesterday, uh, he legally posted within the sports, uh, Chop Sports Facebook group. I'm kidding. Go join Scoops as my well. Whole, but the, big, my whole request, the big dog is where the money's at. My request for Scoop was to be um, using runyourpool.com. So, Scoop, you could run your makeshift pool, and I'm going to join it, honestly. I he don't, said ESPN, I think. ESPN, that's much, a little bit better. but Is it better, or is it just eh? It's better than Excel. Oh, my God. You remember that garbage? <laughs> yeah, so it's better than Excel. And look, I love Scoop, and I love his efforts, and he's trying to make things happen for us over here at Chop Sports, and it is all good fun. But, um, Scoop, don't be surprised if I start a, tw a $19 survivor pool to <laughs> undercut you a little bit and using runyourpool.com. But, no, Scoop, you're, you're more than welcome to post your pool. Just don't be alarmed when... I post mine. All right. That'll be that. So, listen, uh, it's been a, a long, long summer of us covering the entire NFL. Every day, we would cover a brand new team. We started over there in the AFC East. It was day one. It was the Jets. And we went, and I made a bold prediction, Jets 5-0 and to start the year. And then all of a sudden, Zach Wilson started laying pipe to moms and then breaking ACLs and whatever. The, no, now, he's he's, now they're 0-4. Now, now they might not win a game. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> we're going back to that because we are putting a bow on our NFL coverage today as we start with the Seahawks. Let's try this again, Dave. The Seahawks, who come in with an over-under of five and a half. Now, look, there's not going to be as in-depth, you know, depth, depth that we've usually covered with these teams, but I will say this. The Seahawks, in general, um, they just did no, themselves no favors in the offseason. They decided to ship off QB1. They decided to ship off Bobby Wagner, one of the best linebackers in football. They started to ship off Carlos Dunlap. They didn't do much to help their cause. And when you're looking at a team like the Seahawks, who just recently named Geno Smith as the starting quarterback of this team, 
I look at this and I say, Gooch, when, when it comes to the, uh, the NFC West with the teams that are above them right now, the 49ers, the Rams, the Cardinals, right? The Rams defending champions. Do you look at a team like the Seahawks as a team that can make any relevant noise this year? Their running game situation, even murky right now. Kenneth Walker with the hernia. Not a sports hernia. Let's not get it twisted. It's not one of those ones that are going to take him out yeah, for weeks yeah, and weeks yeah. and weeks. But he's out. And now Rashad Penny, who we've, we've known that name for like three years, and nothing's formulated out of it. Rashad so we'll- Penny is who he is. Look, Seattle's not going to win many football games this year. They're 7-10. and 10. Russ got hurt, and he came back and kind of like righted the ship for them a little bit. They were able to win some games against Which some might have been detrimental teams. to their draft pick. Yeah, which actually cost them in the long run. But did they even have a draft pick this year, or was that Jamal Adams? No, they they finally they finally got uh, I believe the Charles Cross the uh, offensive tackle unless okay. I'm talking about a completely wrong team but I'm pretty sure I'm, I got that right. I don't know. I think that the Jets had their pick. No, the Jets have had their pick for like ever, and I don't think it was let me because just how many sure. pick top picks did the Jets have? I think they they picked. I'm pretty sure Seattle had a pick this year. Yeah, number one, number one, number nine overall in the first round, Charles Cross. Okay, offensive tackle. So they're, listen, they're protecting their was that, they're protecting was their that, future. Was investment. that from Denver? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think that was I think that was the Seahawks pick. Oh yeah, so they've traded. They've got, got some capital back or into that, the first round. Denver, yeah, that was yes. Denver pick. Okay, yes, well yes, there yes. you go. Problem solved, mystery solved. That's how the Seattle Seahawks got Charles Cross. Um, but yeah, they did, they the did third, nothing we, else. They don't have really a good running situation. Uh, their offensive line dude. has been Tough bad for eleven years at this point. Even through all their success, their defense right. at the back end. I don't even know one of their guys. You know, and I know it's, that's it's it's pretty it's bleak back it's there. Bleak. Yeah, and it's. Questionable that they're bringing Pete Carroll back. I mean, I guess you really well, can't that's fire I, I the guy. I said that yesterday. I said, does this guy really want to be part of a rebuild? I at the fucking age of hate like Pete 70? Carroll. Do you see this guy rolling out? First of all, you look like shit, Pete. Stop doing it. You know, settle down. <laughs> like take a deep breath. Yeah, seriously. You know, you, coach. You don't look well. Because honestly, you look better than Drew Locke. And, and you look like shit. Their back end of their defense is okay if you consider Jamal Adams still good. I don't. I don't consider him. I, I consider him a thumper. I, I consider Jamal Adams... Roy Williams 2.0. I never considered Jamal right Adams right. really that good. He is a hard. You can't hitter. catch for shit. Like yeah. the ball's hitting right in the chest, and he's just like, you know, like um, they do have Quandre Diggs back there as well. Bro, he picked free off Rodgers once, though. That was brutal. One? Uh, oh, he was the one. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's the crazy part. The one that picked off Rodgers. Um, yeah. So Seattle, it's going to be tough sledding. Their schedule is very difficult. Um, right off the rip, they're going to start with Denver Broncos. Who Russ? Let's ride Bronco Country. He's coming back to the twelfth man. So that's Monday Night Football. That's going to be must see television. Obviously, for I mean everybody's going to watch it anyway. But you know what I'm saying? Like Russ coming back to Seattle on Week One. NFL didn't waste any fucking time with this. It's insane to me. And I think that they get starched uh, Week One. I think the Broncos come in there and just completely annihilate them. Going down their schedule, I'm looking. Um, I'm looking uh, down their schedule, and it's just like. The, the, while the teams on there are not, at, they're almost on par. Week two is Atlanta, or no, week two is San Francisco. So forget it. But week two, uh, three is Atlanta, then Detroit, then they have Arizona early, then they have Arizona again. Kind of, they actually finish up at Arizona within the month of October into November, like right there. But then they play Tampa, Vegas, L.A., Tampa in Germany, San Fran again, the Jets at the end of the year, the Rams to end the year. It's going to be tough sledding for the for the Cardinals this year. I mean, for the Seahawks this year. It's just not. I don't know. I'm I, I, I just. I don't know. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that the Seattle Seahawks are gonna be right there with the Chicago Bears, jockeying for position of the number one overall pick next year. That's that's my bold August thirty first like take right now. And this is no disrespect to Geno Smith. I just don't think they're very good yeah, as a whole. Yeah, they're not very good. Geno Smith has proven that he's also not very good. Definitely a career backup in the league. Um, their strength of schedule is like 11th in the league, so it's yeah, hard. It's, it's they got, they, it's they didn't like, win any games in the preseason. Not that it matters, but they Yeah, and they didn't it doesn't look good for either. them early out of the gate. Broncos at 49ers. Probably starting off with two losses. They could potentially write the ship versus Atlanta and even go 2-2. Two and two, But then once they go on the road to New Orleans, I don't give a shit what. That team, like Seattle's, the wheels are going to start falling off fairly early for them. Yo, I don't know about the second or first pick because there's some bad teams out there. and. Mm-hmm. You know, there's even going to be more bad teams that we don't know are bad yet. Yeah, you think? I mean, you don't think they're in the conversation of like top three picks? I do. Year? I, oh, I think okay. they're in the conversation. I just don't know that they're going to end up there. Okay. Because Pete Carroll is a really good coach historically in this league. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, 163 and 114 is a pretty solid record over 17 <laughs> seasons. So you you last 17 years, you have multiple deep playoff runs. You know, he's. Pete Carroll might have them a, a few tricks up his sleeve, but really without the personnel, I just don't see it happening at best. At best, what is their win total at? Five, five and, and a half. half. I don't think they made five. 
I was going to say, I'll, I'll push the, I'll put it at five. If, if, if there's lines out there with a push at five, sure, but they're not going six. And, and that's crazy to say, like, this team can't go six and 11, but take it for what it's worth. Your division itself, you're not going to get any wins. Tell me a win. Maybe Arizona, but you ain't beating the Rams. You're not beating San Fran. Yeah, it'd be yeah. with the comment. And he's like, uh, the Seahawks will be establishing the run while down 21 in the fourth. <laughs> The Hawks are a bad, the bad team. They're just a bad team. And then they'll get to the goal line and they'll throw it. Um, yeah, oh, rough. So anyway, and they just notice that like Tom Brady is like jumping up and down on the sidelines. I'm like, how how great is one of your Super Bowls, Tom? Where you literally thought you were dead in the water until Pete Carroll was an idiot. Anywho, uh, let's move on. You said Sam Fran, not the Cardinals, correct? Who's third? Yeah, 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 so San Fran. Bang, San Francisco. So a lot of news breaking over the last couple of days with San Francisco. And that is in the regard of Jimmy Garoppolo now paid 6.5, could be 7.5, or is a $7.5 million contract, 6.5 guaranteed, up to 14 if he plays. Um, So now that, I don't know, does that throw a wrench in all the plans? Uh, Do do you lose a little faith in uh, Trey Lance right now? I mean, yesterday, yeah, we talked a bit about it doing something else, but in reality, like, that's conversational piece. Is Trey Lance... Uh, leash been shortened? No, or? not one bit. So the 49ers have maintained this position all along, right? They said that they're not cutting Jimmy G. Right. Remember we talked about this a month and a half ago? This, the John Lynch came out and said, look, we're not cutting Jimmy G. That's not going to happen. So if we're, we're fully prepared to go into the next season with him as the backup, the only the only reason why we all thought that there's no chance that's happening Up is because, 17 of, the, million, was because of the contract. Damn, fuck. Well, now the contract is restructured. They only need to pay him if they need to pay him. In other words, if Trey Lance gets hurt. Pay to play. They're, they're not looking to pay Jimmy G more money. So they're not going to shorten the leash on Trey Lance and and in doing so pay a million dollars more per game. Do you think, like, I'm looking at this contract now, right? Like, this was very, very, like, dare I say, this was nice of Jimmy G to do this. Well, look, Jimmy G is in a position where the 49ers, they were going to be stuck either cutting him Nope, nobody wanted to trade for him. So if they cut him yesterday on cutdown day, they would have been on the hook for a lot of dead money. So they were like, hey, listen, we want you here. We want Trey, but here's what we're going to do. Value. And he was like, you know what? Fuck but it. Look, if nobody said trade for me, I'll bro, stay. There's value in this anyway because Jimmy G getting traded to a team where he's about to, he's a pending free agent anyway, right? So he would have gotten paid by said team. No team was taken on that contract. The 49ers would have had to eat the money anyway. So really... There was no real wiggle room there. And Jimmy G would have then had to move to, let's just say, some shithole place. For one year. Like Cleveland for one year <laughs> to go play and then have to uproot his life. Like, look, the guy's established in San Fran. I'm getting paid how much? Six mil? If I have to play more? Okay. I'll do that. Yeah. Back I mean, look, it's a very friendly, a friendly you know, contract. $6 million to play backup quarterback right. in the NFL is pretty pretty good. Right. Understanding the nature of the sport, Trey Lance, <laughs> Jimmy G's going to play a little bit this The G year. stands for gentlemen <laughs> based off of what he's done. Jimmy G's done nothing wrong in his career so far, except for he can't throw the ball he's, deep. He's done me wrong. <laughs> so he's beating the Cowboys, and that sucked. Uh, when you look at the San Francisco team up and down, uh, Eli Mitchell, Jeff Wilson, that whole Trey Sermon, like or Sermon, as some people would say, um, which we call um, their running back situation still murky, even with all the moves that they did make. Um, their wide receivers look, Debo established himself as a new position in the NFL where every NFL team now thinks they need a Debo. They need somebody to kind of run the ball over the backfield, take those stupid little shuffle passes, run a crisp slant route. Take the stretch down the field. He could do it all, and he got paid like that too. And I think he could have got paid a little more, but they, he will, right? Incentive wise, he, he will. If he gets handoffs, he's yeah. going to get. The, so he's if he's in the game one. plan to get the handoffs, he's going to get paid. Um, but anyway, Brandon Ayuk, great. We saw some emergence at him. George Kittle, if he stays healthy, one of the better tight ends in football. A team that still uses a fullback are the 49ers and Kyle Uzcheck. He's the best in the league. Kyle Juszczyk's the best fullback in football. So this offense is going to click. Their offensive line's good. Like, the offense is going to click. The defense is going to click. It really all depends on Trey Lance. Like, if, if this whole season, and this is no pressure to you guys like Tony Benevento in the chat right now, all 49er fans, the season rides and dies with Trey Lance's I'm performance. All, I'm all in on Trey Lance. I, I mean, that clearly based off it. of how many cards you pulled yeah, like, and first things, of all, like, you're, you're all in. I can't escape the Trey Lance dance. Honestly, he's been following me around for two weeks now, but in in – for good reason, because I've been talking really, really well about Trey Lance for about a month and a half. I'm all in on Trey Lance. I'm all in on the 49ers this year. They're a, they're a better team this year than they were last year because of Trey Lance. That's my my statement here. 
Jimmy G was very regular. He was able to work the offense well, but he was Alex Smith. He couldn't throw the ball. The he couldn't throw the ball 15 <laughs> yards down the field. Trey Lance has a cannon. He might not make the best decisions, but at the very least, if there's an issue with Trey Lance's decision making process, all you got to do is dumb down the offense the same way you did for Jimmy G last year. It's true. And but on top of that, you get the potential six, seven, eight hundred yards rushing and possibly ten rushing touchdowns out of Trey Lance this year. I think he's Jalen Hurts, but better thrower. That's that's my best comparison to. Uh, I Trey do Lance. like I do like that comparison. And if you do give him that comparison, then then I think he's primed for a very good career. Have a good season because I think that's career. the one bugaboo of Jalen Hurts is that he's not the best thrower yet, and I'm sure that could be worked on clearly. Uh, their schedule, favorable, man. They open up in Chicago, then they go play Seattle. Give me two right there, right? At Denver. Could be murky. We don't know what Denver's going to be yet. Um, then they got L.A. Then they got at Carolina, at Atlanta, home against the Chiefs, at L.A. again. Um, they finish their season series by Halloween with the Rams. So they don't even have to worry about the Rams when it gets, not that it gets cold out there in L.A., but um, what I'm saying is the, the toughest part of their a- NFC West battles will have already been done, right? Their back end is where it gets fun for them because Arizona towards the back end of every season seems to fold. Um, And then you have Miami. Again, we don't know. You finish the year. Ready for this finish? At Seattle, home against the Commanders, at Vegas, and then home against the Cardinals. Like, if you're you're in a situation, San Fran, where you need three or four or, or two at the very least, you can get two. You know what I'm saying? So... Again, schedule favors them. I don't know what the strength uh, you have listed over there. Fifth. Really? And I'm telling you, this is the division. It's a division, and it's the front part, man. The front part is not easy sledding. When you got to deal with the Rams and the Chiefs within five weeks of each other, you're playing the AFC West. So, like, they don't have to travel much because their crossover is in the the AFC West. But that that makes it where you got to play the Chargers, you got to play the Chiefs. So, their division is stacked, plus their crossover games are stacked. See. And then I think they even throw Tampa Bay in there, too. Yes. Yeah, so that's a tough one, man. They, they, they don't have it easy this year, but they're a really good team. And I think that when you're looking at the 49ers on the schedule, no easy outs there. Good on offense, good on defense, well coached. Love the coach. Love the well coach. Well coached, good special teams. 49ers are going to be there at the end. All right, so 10 and 7. Projection, 10 wins, you think? I think they're going to win 11 games. So there least. you go. Slam the over. Another over came in before. Uh, from the prop beaver himself. Welcome back, sir. Uh, Ayuk going to hit his 749.5 receiving total easy. He I calls agree. it I a agree. hammer well. I agree, lock. bro. Look at Ayuk in the second half last year. He really came on strong. And it came off the heels of Shanahan talking a lot of shit about him in camp. And I early remember that. In the season saying, like, he's just got to work harder. He's got to do better. I remember A lot that. of times you see a young player doesn't respond well to that type of criticism. Brandon Ayuk went out and worked hard. Me ball. I definitely agree, AJ. 749 is a... I mean, I'm I'm a Brandon Ayuk owner in like three of my best ball teams. I believe in him this year. Right, that's another thing we forgot to discuss is your best ball stuff, which it's, I'm just like I have no idea what you're talking about. We can save about. it for tomorrow. Okay, save it for tomorrow. A fantasy Thursday coming at you. Um, all right, so that's the 49ers expectations in the NFC. They're probably, if I had to guess right now, when you're talking about the upper left shot, we've talked about the entire NFC. If you want to throw Tampa as the number one team in the NFC or or LA Rams. Fine, I'm, I'll, I won't argue with you, but like whatever. And then you're looking at the Packers, who are always going to be there because of QB one, and of course, whoever wins the NFC East, the 49ers are going to be a playoff team. That what they do in the playoffs, that's up to Trey Lance. So we'll see. Uh, moving on, you have the Cardinals over there on your uh, side, there, Broski. Cardinals, <laughs> the graphic. Remember, oh, I don't have it. Oh. <laughs> it's like you're like, oh yeah, cool. Great. The Cardinals. We were about to talk about them yesterday, but we did not. We tried. We tried and tried, but you know what? I'm with all the college football talk that we had yesterday. If you want to go check back with the sauce and Kyle Kerms, who are, by the way, the same person, uh, there's uh, an episode yesterday where we talked all college football, all the at least the bigger conferences. Um, all right, so the Cardinals. The biggest enigma in the NFL, I want to say, are the Cardinals because when, every year they get off to this red hot, you know, just coming out the gate, smoking people out. Like this is just one of those games or one of these teams that just really do well in the beginning and then just do, 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 yeah, I think two years do, ago do, they, started, they just fall two years ago they started 3 and 0 and the collapse happened a little bit Bro, sooner than he, it did they last started year. Like last, year, last year they were 9 and 0. The Packers were their first loss. Right. 8 and 0 weren't the but the Packers ain't no two? No. Oh. So they were the first but they only had one loss though. Yeah. Oh, the Saints. Week 1. <laughs> yes. We all are well aware of that one. Um anyway, so to the Cardinals, right? They're they went eleven and six last year, but they also started off eight and zero. So talk about a 
fucking fall from grace, right? So they went three in their last. They went three and six down the stretch. Not good. Um, that's math. Kyler Murray. It is. I got it. <laughs> Kyler Murray, right? This guy gets his mega mega super duper deal. All the drama that was started with the whole, hey, he's got, listen, he's got study hours now. He's got to study. We got to make sure he studies. He doesn't study the playbook. He's playing too much Call of Duty, right? But, like, then that was taken out. All this drama circling him and his contract. And then on top of that, by the way, oh, by the way, you don't get your receiver for the first six weeks of the year. DeAndre Hopkins suspended for PEDs, right? So now is it Hollywood Brown? Then he gets arrested for doing the the driving over, you know, certain lo- I don't he'll think be, he's going to be, be playing, in trouble. He's going to play. I think everything's going to be fine on that regard. But Jesus Christ, can we stay out of the news, Cardinals? Like you guys are just you're not doing yourself any favors, right? Um, is it Hollywood Brown season? Is it, it is he going to flourish here? Do I think he has? I think he literally has the same quarterback that he just left. The same. Well, if, no, no, no. Kyler no, no. could probably lace it a little Kyler's better. Kyler's a better thrower yeah, than Kyler Lamar. could probably lace it. He's, he's a little got more the, the baseball background. Yes, I think Kyler can lace it a little better. Um, but now AJ Green, <laughs> ageless wonder, he's out there. Rondell Moore, a lot of people are excited about him. And Rondell Moore season last year, this year could be a thing. Uh, there's there's ESPN articles right now saying that he's going to be their leading receiver for 2022. Like Rondell Moore will lead this team in receiving as like a bold take. But yeah, I don't are know. you are you are you completely blown away by that? Like I'm, 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 I'm a big Rondell Moore guy. You heard last year every single week I was talking about Rondell Moore. <laughs> there it is. In it's the waiver wire. It's, it's always Rondell Moore season. Gotta love the guy. He's, a, he's like a big play, just waiting to happen. You get him the ball in space. But as far as like wide receiver one goes, he's not equipped. He's exactly what you see. He's a guy that you he get is the ball in we space. He was. He's like a, a shiftier version of a Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown's probably a little more straightaway speed, but having those two guys on the field at the same time, and then when Hopkins gets back, that's going to be dangerous for anybody to try and stop that. And then A.J. Green, he's an afterthought in that offense, but an afterthought as a fourth wide receiver that's got the experience right. and the acumen that he has, that's a good thing. Uh, really, Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury, these two guys haven't really been able to get it done on any stop after, I think it's November 1st. So they just stopped playing good football down the stretch. The defense. That could be something that bleeds into their, their psyche a little bit, but also sometimes people just respond. You don't win in October or November until you do. And then all of a sudden, you know, that that whole thing is then you're the behind you. <laughs> um, J.J. Watt coming back, Captain America back in the saddle. Um, they got, I know you Defense like is worse. The defense is worse because they did lose Chandler Jones, so he's gone. Um, keep your eye out for Zayvon Collins this year and year two. I really like Zayvon Collins. I know Brett Ernst of the Jersey Boys podcast loves Zayvon Collins coming out of college, and then we wind up with a guy named Micah Parsons, and he was like, who? You know, and I was like, just wait. Um, I didn't even know at that time. I was like, oh, Micah Parsons, heads up. You know, like I had no idea what he was going to turn into. Uh, their cornerbacks, obviously, uh, let's see, Marcus Golden, Byron Murphy, um, also Marco Wilson, Buda Baker, very underrated they're guy. They're serviceable, underrated. but they're not. Any, like, their defense is where I think they're going to have issues this season. Okay. Um, their schedule. Ready for this? Within the first three week, four, uh, three weeks of football, they have the Kansas City Chiefs at home in Arizona. So that that benefits them to that extent. But Mahomes in a dome, geez, it's just not not a good situation to be in. Um, at LA, another dome game, Wait, and then Mahomes. another dome game against LA again. What? Am I looking at the wrong team? No, I got it. the Cardinals. Cardinals got the Chiefs, the Raiders, the and the Chiefs Rams. Are in a dome, they're going to play. The Cardinals in Arizona. <laughs> yeah, that's not a dome. Arizona is a dome. It's a retractable roof that's always closed. It's a dome, okay? It's yeah. the fucking place they played the Super Bowl in. Trust me, it's a dome. All right. God damn I don't it. Know, though. <laughs> Calm down, he said. Um, anyway. Tough sledding in the beginning. Then you got your Carolina and uh, Baker Mayfield, who's going to win Comeback Player of the Year this year, according to me. And uh, then you got Philadelphia Eagles, the Seattle Seahawks. There's your win right there. There's a couple wins spark- like sparkled in, sprinkled in, sparkled. Um, over the first eight weeks, last year they went eight and one. That ain't going to happen again, or nine weeks, and that's not going to happen again, clearly. Um, I think this schedule is not favorable. The back end, ready for this December schedule. Uh, versus New England at Denver in Mile High or whatever you're calling it now uh, versus Tampa Bay, Tom Brady in December. And then, of course, um, at Atlanta at San Fran. So clearly it ain't easy. 
It's no, never easy. They have the second hardest schedule in football tied with the Falcons. Are they? <laughs> like, how does that work? Yeah, what? How the Falcons, that... man? They're, they're the worst team in the league, arguably, and they have the hardest schedule. It's just like, hey, anyway, Jesus tough, Christ, tough. Um, so, any event. So that's the Cardinals. Uh, I'm looking at eight and five. Yep, robot. <laughs> looking at it's all good, baby. Hey, listen. This is what happens, all right? Things happen. Nobody's perfect, all right? So I I do have a testament. I have something to say, and this is to all the Optimum people that are watching right now because I know there's a whole crowd of you at this point. Um, Go fuck yourself. No, that okay. and uh, no, uh, basically, <coughs> the fact that you guys bring this up in the comments just, just gives you – it's a testament to us that you're here every day. Oh, we're back. Oh, you're, are you waving by completely? Oh, okay. Wow. Bye yeah, bye. no, I'm I'm about to wave by too, uh, as we can't even get to the Rams. God dang it, the heck! I'm gonna try to mm, weather this storm. I'm gonna call my man right after the show. Uh, but anyway, back to the action here. Uh, they're saying Scoop jinxed it. I didn't see anything about Scoop saying um, anything. But anyway, so Bailey, Steve, everybody, good. Thank you for sticking right, with good us now. as always. But anyway, that's the Carls. Eight and a half. It's difficult to think about because of the division they play in. Are the the Cardinals a nine-win team this year? They probably are, right? You would assume. Kyler's not that bad. No, they have a very good roster on offense, and they're going to get DeAndre Hopkins back right around the time where they start tailing off a little bit. So it could be a nice little boost that they need. And, uh, I mean, yeah, they're a good team. They might win that many games by accident? The, yeah, but to start the season, like they did last year, they were. Yeah, I think they had nine before at their ninth game. They were nine and zero. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the defending Super Bowl reigning defending uh, champions, and that would be the L.A. Rams. Can they do it again? Can they get back? Can they? Can any team actually do this nowadays? I, I just feel like this is the heart of the. With the, I'm not going to say the age of free agency. It's been free agency since like '96. But what I'm saying is. And I know that because that was the first year Dallas plummeted, free agency started, and it was just like, goodbye. Um, In any event. So the Rams are coming back. They're going to try to do this and go back to back. Matt Stafford on the – not the shelf, but he's been hurt, lingering injuries. Their running back situation is literally the same as last year, but this time Cam Akers is healthy coming into the season. Achilles injuries are never fun, obviously. But, like, you know, those are the ones you want to monitor. You just never know. Do they have the best – or at least in the top three conversation of trios within football as far as receivers go in Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, and I want to throw Van Jefferson in there because he's actually on a, an emerging star. Off the top I of think. my off the top of my head, I mean any Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson combo, I don't care who the other guys are, it's in the conversation. I have to think though about the the rest of the league. There's some good tandems out there and there's some good teams we have really good depth at the wide receiver position. Mm. Um you could say Debo and Ayuk, maybe. But that's not the best. No, I'm, I'm clearly not thinking about all the teams right now. Because I know. I put you on the spot real quick. Yeah. Definitely, I mean, Lazard and and Cobb. <laughs> oh God, fuck. And Dubs, <laughs> bro. It was like two years ago. It was like the Packers have the best receivers in the league, and it's like you can't really argue. Well, maybe two years ago is a stretch, but there was a time when were they? When when did they have? They were just. They loaded. had Devontae. When did they have a great number when two? They had like Devontae. They had Jordy. They had. All right, when Jordy Jennings, was there, like, I'll they, give you that. Were, but that's like they were loaded. That's at a long one time point. ago. I'm just saying the Packers have had really good receivers with Devontae and Jordy as the one and two. I'm just. I mean, look, we really live in a good. world now where I'm just like, I wonder what these guys would have done had they have had any other quarterback other than Aaron Rodgers. I'm curious. I mean, we're going to find out with Devontae and Jordy Nelson was a good player. Don't get yes, one hundred percent. Anyway, to the uh, back to the Rams. To the defense. Uh, obviously, it's led by Aaron Donald. Willie gets suspended for all of his uh, shenanigans the other day. I doubt it. No, that's up to no, the Rams. Not. They said they're not. Yeah, it's up to the Rams. Okay, <laughs> I'm sure that'll happen. Um, and obviously, Bobby Wagner goes to sign over there as opposed to signing with the Cowboys because who wants to go play for the Cowboys? Um, and then, of course, Taylor Rapp on the back end. Nick Scott, Jalen Ramsey, best corner in football, probably. Um, and of course, uh, you know, th- listen. This team, I don't feel like they made too many adjustments outside of the additions. You know what I'm saying? You had added an Allen Robinson. Miller. Yeah, but you added Bobby Wagner. It's just, it's it's very right there. If yeah, not, separate, they got the better separate, player. Separate. No. You don't think Bobby Wagner is better than Von Miller? No, I do not. Yeah, I don't think so either. Actually, <laughs> now they actually talk about it, I'm like, wait, what? What am I talking he's about? Good, On the air, it's, it's been a long morning. Uh, anyway, so. Greg Jennings, Donald Driver, Jordy Nelson could be my favorite wide receiver trio ever. That's and Devontae was the fourth on that team. How about that? And Cobb. 
How about that? Five deep. Well, Cobb wasn't there, actually. Cobb oh, was there a little bit later. Oh, Randall yeah, Cobb, Cobb again. Cobb got there the year after the Super Bowl. All right. <laughs> so anyway, I look at this schedule, and of course, the Rams kick it off next week on Thursday Night Football against the Buffalo Bills. High intensity. They're going to hang their banner. Can Josh Allen and company come in there and spoil the party? We'll find out next week. Um, but I think the Rams get that one. I do. I, I don't know. I do, by the way. It's a good game. Suffering suck attention. A good game, two good teams, potential Super Bowl preview. I think the Rams have the best roster up and down in football. The only case could be made for the Chargers, really, on paper. But the games aren't won on paper. They are not. Um there was a little bit of holes stopping the run at, at, at certain stretches in the season last year. For a defense as talented as they were, I think that they lacked a little bit of um, intensity and they lacked a little bit of physicality. But when it was all said and done, that didn't matter. They figured it out and they won a lot, uh, the games they needed to win down the stretch. It's tough, man. Stafford's already banged up. They're talking about it. Stafford was banged up for a stretch last year. Eventually, Matthew Stafford's elbow and back situation is going to catch up to him. I don't think it's going to be this season, though. One of the tougher quarterbacks in the league. The Rams are going to be there. You know, it's they're, the Rams are going to be contending for the one seed this year. There's mm-hmm. no question about it. I don't care how hard their schedule is. That roster is too good. Their coaches Can are really good. Can I just make a point here? ESPN puts out, um, like, tickets to the side where it's like tickets as low as, you know, like if you want to go to the game. So first game, $153 to go watch them play the opener. Then check out this other home games or any games on their schedule. The following week is Atlanta, 50 bucks. The, sec- the next game, $42 against Arizona, $74 against San Fran. And when Dallas comes to town, the minimum starting price is $211 a ticket. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. And you call them, you don't call them America's team for nothing. Anyway, that's the I mean, one loss they have in their first couple. Nothing. Huh? I feel like it is for nothing. True. I mean, this doesn't, doesn't like, give you any value. I mean, we don't have an America's team banner in our rafters, but it's like the event. BMF. Yeah, Jorge yeah. Masvidal is the BMF. Like, yeah, you just got knocked out eleven times in a row. Are you sure <laughs> that you're the BMF? He should Stop. definitely give that belt back Stop. to the Rock. I don't keep it. Keep no, the no, belt. No, no, give it back. Keep it belt. It's give a good, it it's a nice little thing that happened in your life. But here's my advice: Stop doing photo shoots with the fucking BMF belt, bro. Like, pick up your face off the ground. You yeah, get knocked out. Actually, fight Colby. One on one in the streets, didn't get homie. Knocked out by by Colby, though. I mean, but, he touched him up in that fight. Yeah, he beat him up. Yeah. Um. Anyway, back to the action here. Uh, they listen. Schedule not easy. Buffalo, Arizona early. San Fran, Dallas, not a cakewalk. Carolina, we don't know. Bye week, right? Then you got San Fran, Tampa, Arizona, New Orleans, Kansas City, bro. So this schedule for this Rams team, the hardest schedule in football, is brutal. And ready for the last four at Green Bay. Okay. Home against Denver, at the Chargers, and then at Seattle. <laughs> so if you need that last game to get a bye, you're probably going to get it. If you need it to just win your division, you'll probably get it too. But like that, that's such a nice thing that they get to end the fucking season with Seattle. Can't wait until December, baby. I want that fucking game. Yeah, I want in the game Green in Bay. October too. But I mean, we no, we, okay. we see, can't get all everything we want. North. We'll see. I think Green Bay's. Uh, Style of play is going to be all running the football this year. See if the Rams are able to deal with that. We beat up on the Rams last year. We shall see. Uh, We shall see. So that does it for at least the NFL coverage, man. As far as the teams in specific. We're going to go through the schedule like we did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll do that for Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go through that Monday. Or Tuesday. We'll we'll talk about it. Whatever. We'll figure it out. I don't know. Labor Day. We're going to make our last. Hiatus. uh, Yeah, our last little push for our standings and everything week by week. So this whole win-loss, 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 it doesn't make sense. If you actually did the math. We probably have teams that are like they played 50 extra games or something like it just doesn't make any sense. But uh, we will come up with our final standings and predictions um, uh, next week. So it's been a show. We got more stuff I to talk about. I do have one yes. thing that I forgot to put by in the rundown. Ooh, yeah. All right, guys. I was going to say, did you by any chance see that stupid football that Scoop sent? Is that real? Did, no. The NFL put it out. Like they tweeted it out. The NFL is doing di- things a little bit different this year. I think, and it's, there's no way that's fu- what. <laughs> just saying, no. The NFL put I out a tweet. Watching it ten seconds in. The NFL put out a tweet or uh, Instagram reel, where it was like NFL and like Prime Video, like shake hands emoji thing, right? And the ball for Thursday night football games is longer, <laughs> like and more aerodynamic. That can't be real. Why would you put that out there? It's not April Fool's. What are we doing? Are we wasting time? I don't know if that's real. Is that your marketing team? For, are they bored? They're not changing the ball for one game a week. That would be insanity. But it just to, for me, it's like why would you? Why would you waste a breath of air on that production on that? 
Yeah, I think you're that the NFL. I think that <laughs> like, what are we doing? Just been I, honestly, I bored? have no clue. Did I anybody see it? I wish I knew who to ask. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, it's just the logo. And then, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, so thank you for that. Thanks, Bailey. So we are educated here at Chop Sports, but we were duped. I was duped yesterday. I followed like three wrong Adam Schefters, like for all the cut down day. Just like seeing, I'm like Calvin Joseph got cut. I'm like, oh, I got cut. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, I don't. I don't pay attention to that. But I will pay attention to what Stevie Mack came in before. It is 11.48 live right now on the air. By 12 o'clock, the claims are done. So if you're claiming people, they're about to find out what who goes where. Yeah, the Packers just claimed the guy from the Jaguars, a special team specialist. We need all the help we can get on special teams. I was going to say, you need teams, all so the special teams help he you is, get. He is, the Lions signed Nate Sudfeld. Okay. Okay. I do have one more thing that I forgot to put into the rundown today. And um, if anybody saw yesterday that there's a new Jake Paul fight on the horizon. Uh, and it's against Anderson Silva. Uh, yeah. So Anderson Silva against Jake Paul is supposedly going to happen in November now. I don't believe that it's actually going to happen because Anderson Silva will end his life, I think, in the ring. That would be great. Look, I mean, don't kill him. Jake but Paul like opened up as a minus 150 favorite. Silva was a dog. Dog. And in less than 12 hours from the opening line... Uh-huh. Anderson Silva is now the favorite. The, the everybody bet Silva out of the gate. So there is no oh, money going on Jake. When Paul, is this but, October? But you get Jake Paul at even money. It's basically even money at this point. You bet thirteen k to win ten k on Silva. I feel like if I had thirteen k to bet, that's what I'd be doing. But it's also very. I would risky. invest it in a sports stock market. It's also very <laughs> risky to put any money into a Jake Paul situation because do we even know if that's real? I, I think know, it's man. real. Ever since but, that stupid uh, video where he's in the hospital bed, he's like, I'm in the hospital bed. I'm definitely, fight. I'm definitely here for the Anderson Silva Jake Paul fight. If that does materialize, uh, sign me the fuck up to steal that on crack streams. So, <laughs> oh, now we're promoting illegal streams. Good, crack good, good. streams dot <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to put in all of them. And each out. one of them, each wrong one is a virus. <laughs> so good luck. Um, anyway. That's a show. Uh, we have covered all 32 teams in the NFL. Tomorrow, we are a week away from kickoff. So we're going to dive more into fantasy football stuff tomorrow because it is literally the last yeah, time the you're going to be doing your fantasy draft. It's the final push. Fa- draft final weekend, baby. It, it, shit. Oh, I got to talk to you. I, I really don't know when anything is scheduled. Draft I know it's weekend. all scheduled. It's all in there. It is all I'm well aware. Now, I just so have good. to readjust my little schedule ski and make sure my whole I have all the bandwidth ready to rock. So, uh, big day over here at the Chop Sports Studio. Big day tomorrow as we relaunch the website. So, thank you guys for sticking with us, as always. Uh, if you like this video, that would do us wonders. We appreciate you as well. Um, a lot of things coming up. So, we're busy. So, now we got to go. We got to say bye. So, for Sturch. And Gooch. And nobody behind the glass except us. Grassrooting it today, boys and girls. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. See you guys then. But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.